0: into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck.
1: My name is Oliver
0: Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up.
1: Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counsel. Harvey
0: Dent, likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me but i've never been more than what each of you has created.
1: <laughs> Just look at the flowers. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Televised Heroics everyone. We are talking about uh Agents of Shield today and Walking Dead mid season. So, then
0: Gotham season finale.
1: <laughs> it's a season finale. I thought it was a mid season. Okay, mid season, mid season finale. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover and then uh, we're gonna also talk. We're definitely gonna talk about some uh, comic book TV show news. What do you as think? always,
0: as always. Uh, Daniel, what's your first news story you want to talk about? Um, so Robert Kirkman um, has another book that is coming out. It is called Oblivion Song, uh, Song um, and it is inspired by Batman and by uh, Jack Kirby.
1: Okay, so I don't think Jack Kirby ever drew Batman, right?
0: I think he's just known as a writer, right? No, oh, artist, or artist. Sorry.
1: Well, I mean, that's the whole controversy between the you know Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. You got to take into account like the whole Stan Lee method or Marvel method, like how much of the story was actually written by Jack Kirby and how much was actually written by um, Stan Lee, because you know that that's how how it went. Stanley said, "Hey, uh, Jack, I need you to draw a story where." A, B, and C happen. And basically, you know, that's all he, he did. He just gave him those points, at least how, how the story goes. So then Jack creates a whole story in art, you know, wh- how A, B, and C happen. And then uh, Stan Lee comes in afterwards and fills in the the boxes with dialogue. So who is – I mean, does does should Jack be on there as just – the artist or should he be artist writer?
0: Well, That's actually a very good point.
1: And that's, that's the big controversy between, between uh, that or with all that. And, you know, it, it's, 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 it is hard, but I mean, it's uh, for other people to figure out, I guess. Right. Uh, have you actually, that, that, that brings up something cool. Cause you're talking about Robert Kirkman. Have you watched any of a uh, Robert Kirkman's secret history of comic books? That's on AMC.
0: It's on my DVR, but I haven't seen any of those episodes. So I think the first episode
1: is the Stanley Jack Kirby controversy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really good. And then uh, I just recently watched the episode. They only had six episodes for this season, and they had the episode about uh, Image Comics, which, you know, uh, Robert Kirkman got his big start there. That's where Walking Dead is at. But uh, it was a pretty informative (laughs) episode. It was a really uh, informative episode. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't know about with the, the. seven guys that started image comics
0: huh i'll have to like i said it's uh, sitting on my dvr so i'll definitely have to go back and watch those um is it a half an hour show or an hour a whole hour whole hour okay yeah. good
1: it's really good too yeah and they have a lot of uh a lot of people a lot of interviews a lot of talking heads a lot of uh what they keep calling ha- comic book historians which I, <laughs> I wish i could be that yeah <laughs> Uh, well, you
0: definitely are the Mitchipedia, you know, a lot <laughs> of comic book history, so you do fall in that category. Uh, I, you know what? If,
1: if someone wants to pay me to do it, then I'm all for it.
0: Just reach out to uh, Robert Kirkman. I know. Hey.
1: I should. Uh, well, speaking of, the reason why you were talking about Oblivion Song, I think uh, what's the probably one of the things that we have to ask ourselves is, will it eventually be turned into a TV show or a movie?
0: Yeah, mine um, definitely, just by looking at the cover um, and the artwork, I definitely think that this would be best as a movie. But, you know, I wouldn't mind if it were a TV show.
1: I mean, do you have any ideas of what it's about?
0: Uh, currently, um, so it's basically uh, post-apocalyptic. So, I mean, that's... Yeah. Probably always gonna be a reoccurring theme in uh Kirkman's stories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, Outcast isn't post apocalyptic, but that's that was and that's a, a pretty good show. We talked about that when it had its first season. I don't know if it's coming back for a second season. Seems like it should have already been back, right?
0: Yeah, it should have been this summer.
1: Was it a summer show?
0: It was a summer show, but it was short, so it fell through the cracks. I don't know if
1: Huh. I guess I guess Cinemax just just didn't pick it up for another season.
0: Uh, which sucks but whatever <laughs> yeah
1: you know because it got really good at the end
0: it did yeah and i was excited for another season um so uh the, one of the main things about this comic is uh you can pre-order it but if you pre-order it uh it comes with a hefty price tag of 200 um but it comes with a statue of the main character
1: and you know i'd say from the picture that is posted with the article uh, the main character does kind of look kind of cool for a post-apocalyptic character
0: yeah um kind of like batman but he has med packs and everything
1: yeah so uh, you know what that made me he actually it made me think of cable more than anything else
0: oh that's true because the way that the cape is all torn and it's kind of just like a hood
1: yeah and
0: i can see it um but uh so the comic is being released march 7th um again you can go ahead and pre-order it uh but it's 200 bucks um and the other thing is you can try and find it at the comic book stands for the standard 3.99 but yeah it's probably gonna be a hot one
1: does it say who's who's drawing it
0: yeah it is uh lorenzo the felici oh cool felici
1: you know do you any do you know any of his other work no (laughs) fair enough All right, uh, let's get on to the next piece of news. Seth Rogen uh, is producing The Boys for a TV series adaptation, I think, over at Amazon. Let me make sure about that. But do you know about this um, uh, comic book series property? No. So essentially what uh, The Boys is, is like they're a part of a CIA group, kind of like, or government group that is essentially the ones that have to oversee superheroes so in this world say there's the justice league well the justice league you know need to have needs to have someone that keeps them in check in check and the boys are the ones that do it they also have i believe they also have superpowers and they uh they they keep uh the superhero community in check so here here's a little synopsis that's on the article it says in a world where superheroes embrace the dark darker side of their massive celebrity and fame the boys center on a group of vigilantes known informally as the boys who sets who who set out to take down corrupt superheroes with with no more than blue collar grit and a willingness to fight dirty damn <laughs> I mean I've I've never read you know that's not true I think I've read like one story of the boys because I, I don't know I, I think I saw something and I was like, oh let me check this out and it was funny because all the superheroes get together on like an island for like a couple a couple weeks and they basically just have a debaucherous like fun time and uh, <laughs> they um, the boys are like keeping an eye on them but they, they they talk about how like the reason why they can do this is is because all these people will, um, uh, they'll tell they'll tell people like, oh, it's 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 time for the crisis or it's time for civil war or something like that. So the media is back home reporting that, you know, all the superheroes and supervillains are fighting each other on this thing right now. That's why you don't see them around. But when in actuality they're on an island, kind of having a, a giant orgy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Amazon Prime in in 2019, that's when it's supposed to show up.
0: Well, just with that little description and, uh, that you gave us pretty much, uh, everything that, you know, Seth Rogen stands for is kind of all in there. So it's kind of right up his alley.
1: I mean, we love, we love Preacher. We talk about it every time. And, uh, the fact that they're going to be doing something that's kind of risque like Preacher, but on a streaming site. So you don't have to worry about censorships of TV I think it's going to get out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it most definitely will.
1: Uh, next story I want to talk about, Colton Hayes. Colton Hayes is booked to return to Arrow.
0: Unfortunately, just for one episode, though. Just
1: for one episode. Did it, I mean, that was kind of the same as what he did that other season when he was the one that took, uh, he took the blame for being Arrow, I believe. Yeah. Or was it The Hood?
0: The uh, I think it was The Hood.
1: Okay, so he took the blame for being the hood and uh, ended up quote-unquote dying and then going to live his real life. Now, kind of heard that uh, with this whole him coming back for one episode or whatever, you think it's kind of like uh, this is uh, Thea kind of leaving the show? She's going to go off with Arsenal somewhere?
0: Yeah, especially the description in the article. Oh, um, what's the article say? Um, the article, uh, it, it pretty much just states, like, oh, um, it's going to bring up some old feelings and it's going to put them in a tough situation. Um, and that's pretty much what it says. And then it goes on to saying, like, it's a one-episode uh, one deal with Colton Hayes. So, you know, it kind of hints that it's probably we both of them off of the show.
1: How do you feel about that?
0: Um, we're just... Cramming so many new people in the show that of course we're going to lose some veterans and it just sucks because uh, for the most part at right where the story's going and everything that's going on, um, I definitely definitely feel like uh, that Ollie needs a Speedy, you know.
1: You know, I feel the same. Like I really, I really do want Green Arrow to have a Speedy, but uh, I know that. As we can tell, there's always options unless the characters die for uh, them to come back at a, at a later time, right? And you know, which is a possibility. How, however, maybe we'll also you know we'll get an accelerated time timeline and we'll see William become Green Arrow or like Green Arrow train in training.
0: That that could happen. I mean, it'd be basically taking another Batman story and. William would become Damien. <laughs> oh God, let's hope not. <laughs> well, okay, minus with the you know the attitude. Oh, and minus I'm the attitude. Right.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: But yeah, he's you know, if they go up that alley. Yeah, he's gonna be like his Robin. He's gonna be his sidekick, father and son.
1: Yeah, yeah, That, that that's a thing that could happen.
0: Um... How do you feel about Thea and you know um, Colton Haynes? Just you know that like this may be their last appearance on the show.
1: I mean. We've already kind of lost Thea. Like, she hasn't been in the show, really, for the last two seasons. No. Uh, so, I, I I, mean, there's not really anything I feel like we're going to be losing. So, it's okay with me.
0: Yeah. I can see it, too. I know where you're coming from. Uh, I mean, yeah, we haven't really seen any screen time of her at all. Yeah, Basically, so, coma the whole time.
1: Yeah, coma this whole season last season off on different vacations
0: because she needed away from all the mayor stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh you wanted to talk about the Star of Gotham and what he had to say about the Arrow Arrowverse.
0: David Mazouz, little Bruce Wayne. Uh he he knows that Gotham um, takes place before all the Arrowverse shows, uh, but he still wants to do a crossover. And he did mention, he's like, not only is the Flash the only one that could, you know, has the ability to time travel, we have the Legends, um, so they can manipulate time as well. Uh, pretty much, he's just saying that he wants Gotham to cross over with the Arrow- Arrowverse shows. So
1: is he is he stating that, <laughs> that not only is he in a different dimension from those shows, but he's also... Backwards in time?
0: Yeah, he's stating, like, I know that Gotham is basically, like, a kind of takes place before Arrow ever took place.
1: So, I because we, you know, we do have uh, Oliver in the, one of the later episodes, late, latest episodes of Arrow talking about... Uh, uh, has Bruce Wayne showed up in, in Star City or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, obviously he would think of him as a peer, not as a not as a kid.
0: Right. Um that that kid wants every show to cross over <laughs> or the shows to cross over with the movies.
1: Yes, he really does. Cause he also wanted to play like young Clark Kent or something like that, right? Or No,
0: he wanted a Clark he wants a Clark Kent to show up on the show as well.
1: Yeah, but didn't he say something about wanting to be in a movie, one of the movies, but not as Batman?
0: He wanted to be one of the Robins, or that, wants to be one of the Robins. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, he wants to be one of the Robins. You know, uh, I know, I, I know. I mentioned this probably every time we talk about him, but him, me, and Bat, and Bruce Wayne all share the same birthday.
0: Oh, that's right. So <laughs> that kid has the same birthday as you too. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> but I think that's all, I think I just always find it crazy that the kid they they hired to play Bruce Wayne has the same birthday wow. as Bruce Wayne.
0: That's just one weird ass coincidence. Right. But it's a cool coincidence, it's though. It's
1: so strange. Okay. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Watchmen TV show. There is a little bit of news that came out. It's, you know, the show that's going to be on HBO. Uh, I think a couple weeks ago, we talked about John Cena posting the pictures on his Instagram or Twitter or something like that of the the button the smiley face button and the and the in Dr. Manhattan and the rumor was going around that maybe he got cast as dr. Manhattan. well there's no news about casting yet however there is news about when they're gonna start filming. They're gonna start filming in March of 2018. so that gives Dude. them gives them a couple months to start casting people.
0: yeah uh, so the casting news will probably go out within the next month.
1: I imagine after the new year, we'll probably in January, we'll get some of the, ca- we'll get a, some of the main star casting. We'll get, we'll they'll probably get casting all the way up until March, right before they start filming.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, do, does the article say, you know, what city or, you know, what country they're going to film at or anything like that?
1: I know. I didn't see anything like that.
0: Damn. Okay.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Maybe it did. Maybe it said Budapest. Or no, that, no was, that, was, that, was that was a, a crow. crow that was a crow yeah never mind so yeah I didn't see anything where it said where they were gonna start filming I would assume that it's either gonna be up in Canada or in
0: Atlanta because a lot of th- those are where all the things are, sh- are shot <laughs> yeah uh I I mean for a show like that to I guess to me a really good city would probably be like New York where it takes place in the comics or Uh, Seattle, honestly.
1: Yeah, it does take place in New York in the comics, but not very many shows film in New York. Gotham does for some odd reason. For
0: whatever expensive reason.
1: Yeah, for whatever expensive reason. But uh, most shows, if they're doing New York, they do Toronto for New York, I believe. So... That's
0: maybe maybe they use New York because of it's always you know gloomy there, especially (laughs) every scene they show us in Gotham. (laughs) Maybe
1: maybe, I mean obviously Gotham in the comic books is supposed to be a type of New York, so it makes a little bit of sense. But yeah, Uh, last thing wanted to get to something that is going to be personal to us because we love going to Phoenix Comic Con. And we also love this star, but Manu Bennett is going to be returning to Phoenix Comic-Con this year.
0: Yeah, let's hope he doesn't get into a drunken brawl and gets arrested.
1: <laughs> was that at Phoenix Comic-Con? Or that was at a different con, right?
0: That was at San Antonio Con.
1: San Antonio, that's right. Okay. Uh, what was? When was it he was in Phoenix? That was like four years ago? Five years ago?
0: Uh, I want to say three. Oh, only three. Wow, seemed longer. Maybe it could have been longer. Who knows? <laughs> Wait, he was so uh, season. No, you're right because season two, uh, season three of Arrow was starting up when he came. Yeah, because, but he was
1: he was because he wasn't on season three, right? No, and season two was his season. Uh, he was was he starting the Shinara Chronicles? He, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, because he was up there talking about Arrow and talking about being in the the Hobbit movies.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, so you're gonna ask him to do the haka? Uh,
1: you know, I, I probably won't. But that was pretty cool when he he you know he invited a bunch of kids up there to do a haka with him.
0: Yeah, that was awesome to watch. <laughs> uh,
1: cool. Uh, anything other news that you wanted to talk th- talk about?
0: Nothing in particular.
1: Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Gotham then. So, I think we hadn't talked about the last few episodes, um, but it's the, this, the end of the beginning of this season uh, has been focusing a lot on a character that you really like from the comic books.
0: And, um, excuse, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, Falcone's daughter. Falcone's daughter, Penguin, and then also Professor Pig. Yeah, Pig. Uh, I know we talked briefly about Pig, but damn man, those those episodes were really really good. Um, I think we I think we've talked about it off uh, off the show, but definitely the way that these episodes were playing out with Pig, I always thought that's how Gotham should be run as that type of crime show.
1: Yeah, where the the the, the characters are interacting with Gordon, and then obviously Pig is. Is very much putting Gordon to his detective work, you know, having to make him actually be a detective. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm. I was. I was. I am enjoying those parts of the show. The other, the parts of the show I'm not enjoying are are mopey, uh, talking back Bruce Wayne. You know.
0: Yeah, he's such a dick.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't. I the the whole killing. Um
0: hold on. Rage. Hold on. Dogs are going at it. Hold on.
1: Oh, it's okay. Dogs will do what they do. You know, I what I was saying is that uh uh oh, man, <laughs> now I lost it. Uh Bruce having to kill Rachel Goal, like it apparently really affected him. Um even though he was it was in self defense, but it's to the point that we see this like Bruce that's like oh I had to take a life and I always I kind I he hadn't made the vow yet that to not take a life which I you know is the thing is a thing that Batman has and obviously he's not Batman yet but he and was no guns too in, in, yeah exactly no guns but he's uh, he is he was uh, practicing or preparing himself to kill Ra's al Ghul if he had to so it's weird that it's affected him this way that he decided to give up on his mission. Um, obviously, I guess this is, this, this was just a way for them to like throw in some stuff to be different. But I still want to just see the show where Bruce is training to become Batman.
0: Same here. And you know what? This is what really got me excited too. I thought that was what was going to happen when Alfred packed his bag. It's like, all right, I'm going to send you away, you know. Here's your money. Here's all your luggage. Get the fuck out. <laughs> but it turns out like, no, I'm not going to move out. You're moving out. You're fired.
1: Yeah. What did, I mean? What do you think of that? Of Bruce Wayne firing Alfred? Like, I, I. I Is this the
0: second time he's trying to fire him?
1: I don't remember. It, it might be, but like, can you? Can he actually fire him? I wonder what the. I mean, I would imagine the the parents would have put in the will, like, because I. I'm pretty sure, I mean, I know in the comic books they they make him his guardian. So you, it's not like you can fire your guardian.
0: Yeah, I also say the same thing. I'm pretty sure Alfred is his legal guardian and can't just like you're fired. Get out.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I in the in the recently in the comic books like uh, you know, Batman has proposed to Catwoman and said, you know, will you marry me and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh and one of the issues, she t- he tells she tell he tells Catwoman like, "Hey, I got I have people because I think they're on they're on their way to meet Superman and and Lois." And he she's like, "Have you told him yet?" And he's like, "No, I haven't told him." He's like, "Well, when are you gonna tell him? He's your best friend." He goes, "He's not my best friend. He's a guy that I work with or something like that." And he goes, "No, he's your best friend because you don't have any friends." And then he says, "Well, I have Alfred," and she goes. Alfred's not your friend, he works for you. You you give him a paycheck. And like I had a problem with that dialogue because it's like no, Alfred's his parent. Like Yeah, Alfred is his dad. <laughs> yeah, you don't I don't think he even I mean, does he have to actually pay Alfred? I mean, maybe now because he's older, but when he was a kid, like I would assume Alfred had control over all the Wayne money because he was in he was the legal guardian to Bruce Wayne, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, I feel the same way. Um, especially how he wrote him a check in this episode too. So yeah, I think you have control all over the, the, the money and that you know, yeah, you don't pay him if he's your legal guardian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it is
1: weird to see this rift between Alfred and, and Bruce Wayne because every story I've ever read, there's never been such a thing. And I know they're doing something different because it's a TV show and they need to come up with new stories, but it just really hurts me. Like yeah. Alfred is the one that raised Bruce.
0: Yeah, that that really is. I mean, the only one that's ever given Alfred any lip and he's gotten scolded and his ass kicked by, by Alfred is, is Damien. But yeah, Bruce, they may have their, you know, arguments here and there, but, I've never seen anything like this before.
1: I also thought it was funny that, you know, Bruce was able to go hand-to-hand. And though he gets his ass whooped, but he was able to go hand-to-hand with Rachel gould Ghul. And now <laughs> Alfred is, like, still schooling him in hand-to-hand combat. You know what I mean?
0: Well, he's like, you're getting slow. You're out of practice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. If he's just off. Is
0: he drinking when he goes to these this club? Yes. <laughs> I he's mean, been just popping champagne bottles and you know just swinging them back, man.
1: Man, I mean, if he's if he's underage drinking, that can't that can't mean that or that has to mean that like uh, pill parties are are not too far away, right?
0: Right. <laughs> pill parties, cocaine, because he's rich and can afford it.
1: Cocaine uh. mixed with like gold flakes, just just to make <laughs> it
0: better. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! I can't believe. You. <laughs> thought of that holy shit uh shit but yeah man he's he's the owner of that club he's been partying being a dick to uh, to alfred uh, what do you think is going to take him you, you know what's going to be that line that he crosses and it's going to make him want to be like i'm sorry alfred I was a dick please be my parent again
1: i assume that there's going to be an episode that's going to be a, a christmas carol kind of episode like where the, the ghost of his dead parents come and talk to him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's going to wake up in his own vomit in the middle of Wayne Manor, like, on the floor, and he's going to be like, I need to get my shit together. I need to find Alfred.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure... Oh, by the way, I'm pretty sure he's having orgies, too, because he woke up next to two chicks. <laughs> he did wake up next to two chicks. Uh, Man, he's He doesn't going, even know what to do with them, man. He's just
1: going down a destructive, like, fucking course <laughs> yeah yeah oh, his, his his old girlfriend is over on gifted now she jumped from being a, a dc property to being a, a marvel property really yeah the the one blonde girl the saint cloud saint silver saint cloud. silver saint cloud yeah silver saint cloud yeah she's over on gifted she's the the main star she's one of the mutant kids huh well go for uh, you know go her <laughs> Uh, okay. Also, Riddler. You know,
0: Riddler's got his uh, ghost back. Ghost Riddler. God, that pissed me off so much, man. Really, we can't think of another storyline, so huh. we're gonna make him schizophrenic again. Really, I, I I don't think that you can ever just get
1: rid of your schizophrenia. It's kind of always there. So oh,
0: yeah, I know <laughs> that, but geez, they you know they just had to bring it back, and that's. I was liking this happy Riddler that you know was kind of like a little, I guess, manservant to to Lee. Uh huh. But now that we're back with the whole, uh, he has two sides, split personality. Yeah, but I'm not digging that again.
1: Yeah, but I want the, I
0: want a smart Riddler back
1: though.
0: I mean, I do too, but it just. I just think it's too cheesy that whenever he's looking in the mirror and he sees his evil self and he's going through that conflict. I I just think it's too cheesy. However, this
1: time he is he, like you said, he is happy. So maybe the happy him will win out over the schizophrenic one or the the evil one.
0: Well, I hope so. I hope he can be happy and he can be smart. <laughs> uh,
1: what's her name? Falcone, daughter, the daughter. Sophia 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 had her hu- her husband her her father
0: killed yeah I, I saw that coming
1: though. oh yeah you had to. everybody saw that coming
0: god uh and I thought you know before the big reveal I honestly thought that um Azaz actually thought that penguin you know ordered the hit on Falcone but no You know, she basically just gave him more money, so he's, uh, you know, aligning with, with Sophia. Yeah. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, like, I thought it was weird at first that he was still on Penguin's side anyways, because, like, he, though he'd worked for Penguin for so long, he was actually working for Falcone, so, like, I was like, oh, if he's, show- if he's going up against Sophia, I would f- I would figure Victor Saz would go over to Sophia's side because he has the connection to the Falcone family. And then as we see at the funeral, he really has a a connection to Don Falcone. Like, he respected him a lot.
0: Yeah, he did. And that's just a side that I don't think we've ever seen from him no. in comics or in the show. so that was you know, surprising.
1: Well, he obviously is very different from his comic book for- Comic book version of him. Yeah, of because character. he doesn't
0: scar himself after each murder.
1: And he's not—he's not—he's not psychotic. Like the—the the version of him in the comic book is psychotic. This version is so, sociopathic.
0: Yeah. So, but very charismatic.
1: But very charismatic. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, I'm just gonna brag a little bit, but the actor that plays uh, Zass liked my tweet. Really? What'd you say? What'd you tweet? Um, so I was watching the the episode. Uh, I think it was on Friday. Um, and I just told him I was like, man, how do you do it? How do you pull off such a charming, you know, psychotic character? And he, I didn't get a reply, but he liked the tweet. No, oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, so that actually made my Friday. That was awesome. <laughs> um,
1: what would you think of the the reveal with like with Pig at the end?
0: That he it was all an act,
1: basically. Yeah, it was all an act, but he was.
0: Also working with, um, with Sophia.
1: Yeah, with Sophia.
0: That I did not see coming, actually.
1: Yeah, I didn't see I didn't see that coming either. But uh, you know, I liked I liked that they threw out this whole um, he had plastic surgery and had his face changed so that people th- so that he basically reinvented himself. I mean, I don't know about the character in the comic books, but is he is he someone else in the comic books?
0: Is Is that a thing? Um, No, he's always had the, um, and I forgot his actual name, but he's always had that name. huh? Laszlo? Yeah, Laszlo. Um, He's always had that name. Uh, Pretty much he's kind of like, in a way, he's kind of like uh, Tommy uh, or Hush, where he's a surgeon, but he just ends up losing it and goes crazy and starts, you know, uh, creating his own people with pig parts. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: and yeah. in, in this, they, they're kind of playing it off like it's someone else that we've seen before, but uh, we don't know who who it might have been.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to lie. Uh, when he got punched um, in Arkham in the face and you saw um, the metal structure that he had in his face kind of like moving his cheek, I was all, wait, did they just clay face us? Uh, clay face us, but no. Yeah, I mean,
1: that would be cool, but yeah, I think with the whole uh, metal being in there, it's not Clayface, It's but it is, an, it is an interesting add of like uh, the metal clicking and stuff like
0: that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I honestly thought it was just like, oh wait, he's pretending to be Pig, Pig is still out there, but I was like, nope, that's a real Pig. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I do have to say that the mid-season finale did bring the show up a little bit for me because I was getting really bored with this season. Yeah. So uh, I hope the next part of the season that comes out next year is is, is better. Uh, how do you feel about the rest of the season?
0: Um, It should look up, only because we have the Penguin and uh, Jerome teaming up. That's so, right. We do have the
1: return of Jerome. I forgot.
0: Yeah, especially since he talks to him at the uh, end credits in the prison cell.
1: So... Uh, so yeah, you're just looking forward to whatever that ends up being.
0: Yeah, because I'm not going to lie, that kid Cameron Mon- Monahan Monaghan, Monahan, yeah, I think. He's he's talented. So I was I am actually looking forward to uh, to see him on the screen again and um just because I found out not too long ago he is um in that uh HBO show Shameless yeah, um on Showtime, yes. Yeah. Yeah, showtime. I'll probably start watching that as well.
1: Yeah, you should definitely give it a try. He's yeah, he's in he's in I think they're on season 8 now. So, you got a lot to yeah, catch up on.
0: 7 seasons on uh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool.
1: Uh let's talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. then.
0: So, I have a theory. Oh, I want to hear completely it. Completely wrong. So, you know how the show always does little nods or references to the movies? Right. And I know that they're saying that Quake is the world ender or whatever. Uh-huh. But what if this is, uh, you know, the way that Earth is all shattered and destroyed? What if that's just an aftermath from Infinity Wars? You
1: know, that's I, I, that, that's a possibility. That is a definite possibility. But how how would you do that after Infinity War? Like... What? How, where would everybody be going? Like, how does the movies in the MCU continue after that point? We know that there's going to be uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming too, and oh, that's, and that's, that's supposed true. to take place like minutes after Avengers four. So I don't think p- too many people will be going to school after <laughs> <laughs> after that, unless unless you have a direct a direct um, crossover between Agents of Shield. And Infinity Wars. And, like, at the end of this season, they travel back to the current time and they have something that they give to somebody that will then help them in the fight against Thanos in the Infinity War. Oh, my God. Boom. Boom.
0: There it is. You're Especially- right. I'm <laughs> right. We're great. Especially since uh, everybody mentions that there's a time jump in this season so far. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it could play out, but who knows?
1: So, what did you think of them
0: uh,
1: basically trying to fake us out with a uh, with a almost looking Star Lord <laughs> character?
0: Oh, oh my god, I lost my shit. I was all, "Really? That's Chris Pratt? That's Chris Pratt?" And then no, it's just Deke.
1: <laughs> and we've already gotten our uh, reference to the framework in this season.
0: Yep. Deke is also using it.
1: Yeah, that that, that was interesting. I was like, because you know, they they were like at the end of last season, like, "Oh, make, you you'll see the framework again," and like, I think we all expected there to be some other, some different type of ramifications, but no, this is uh this they're use they use it as a basically as a um, as an escape, as an escape or a drug for the people because they're in a post-apocalyptic world. They're in a world where. A future where you know Earth doesn't exist anymore, or at least for the most part doesn't exist, and they live underneath the role of uh, a Cree Cree Overlord.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, the Cree Overlord, uh, which I learned his name today, Cassius. Cassius, uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh crap! Oh yeah. So. The, I mean, the only one that really is suffering from the framework is Mac. Yeah, because he has the
1: memories of his daughter, a daughter that he shouldn't shouldn't have had or whatever. So yeah, hope. Yeah, it it does suck.
0: Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, that's uh, I mean, and Daisy, she got offended when she found out that they were the framework. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean. She didn't have which, too good of a, a time in the framework the first time around, so... Yeah, which
0: I get, so I don't blame her at all.
1: Let me ask you this. Why doesn't Yo-Yo just steal the device that keeps them under,
0: you know, that one dude's control? Because... I mean, she doesn't want to blow the cover, so she really steals it. Because of their, uh, when he was trying to fix her device... She kept, you know, going back and forth, and like he knew something was up, but couldn't tell what was up. So I think that will completely um, let the guy know that she's an inhuman.
1: Yeah, but I feel like that seems that seems like a a bad reason because if she has control of the device, then what does it matter if he knows that she's an inhuman? I mean, he she can stop him from saying stuff. True. I don't know. It just seemed w- weird to me that they keep staying a uh, slave to this guy when they don't have to.
0: Um, I'm just pretty sure they don't want to get killed by the Kree at this point. That's true.
1: I mean, obviously, uh, the Kree are not friendly people. <laughs>
0: never have and never will.
1: No, no, not at all. I mean... Yeah, the only good Cree that we've I think we've ever seen in the Marvel universe is uh Captain Marvel.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Yandu, is he Kree? I would assume so. He's blue like them. He is blue. I never I never put that together that he might be Kree. Because huh. the two big bald uh bo- uh Kree bodyguards are wearing the same red jacket. Yeah, but the red jacket that Yandu wears is because he's a Ravager. Oh, that's true. Hmm. That's true. I, I think I, I'm going to stick with that. I think Yandu is Kree. I, I, you're, you might, you're probably right. I just never, I
1: never put that together. Okay. <laughs> um, what else about this season? I, I mean, I'm enjoying this season a lot. Uh, I love the fact that they're not in their element. They don't have shield to back them up. They don't have the resources they need. And they're really scattered and trying to figure out what to do.
0: Um, Deke's dad is supposedly still alive on Earth. Um, But after last week's episode, we saw that creatures were about to eat him. So I don't think he's alive anymore. Who's Deke's
1: dad? Why why does none of this sound familiar to me?
0: They just talked about it on Friday's episode. That his dad is on Earth? Yeah, the, uh, basically they're saying that uh, his dad disappeared but he knew where his dad was and he was down on Earth, but everybody's like, well, nobody survives down there.
1: Oh, okay. I I know what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, and that's the reason why he's willing to help them out now or supposedly willing yeah. to help them out now. Even, even though he sold out Daisy?
0: Yeah, even though he sold out Daisy. Uh... That that telepath uh, that is he just created for the show?
1: Which telepath?
0: Um, the guy that helped Daisy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I he's not someone that I know from the from the comic books. So I would say. But then again, I'm not very familiar with any of the Inhumans in the comic books, um, other than the royal family. And (laughs) we already wasted all them on on the Inhuman TV show. So there's that. (laughs) That may not come back. It may not come back. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't don't know what else is there really to talk about. May is injured, so that kind of takes away some of her ability to fight, which is, you know, a good way for the show to write it so that she can't just be the problem solver every time.
0: Damn it. I like seeing her kick some ass.
1: She's still kicking ass, though, which is awesome, but (laughs) she, she can't just come in and wipe out a whole room is the only problem.
0: Right. Um Gemma is captured by Kaisis. Kaisis?
1: K- Kaisais? Kaisais.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and she, uh, he did
1: some weird thing to her that he, she can't hear anything except for his voice. Only when he wants. And only yeah, and only it. when yeah, only when he wants her to hear it. Yeah, um and then his and that, his one servant, I mean she has to be an inhuman too if she's able to float those balls around, right? Yeah. Those Benoit balls?
0: Yep, they kick a lot of ass, and we've seen so many people go down. Dude, the first person that we saw get taken
1: out by that thing, that was that was fucking harsh. Like, his, yeah. his brain <laughs> blew out, basically.
0: <laughs> it was awesome to watch, though. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Daisy basically imploded a xenomorph. Dude, too.
1: what'd you think of the xenomorphs? and without better way of saying calling them i, I i'm sure they i think they gave him a name but i can't remember what it was
0: roaches that's what they call them they
1: just keep they just keep calling them roaches
0: yeah um pretty pretty close uh, to the xenomorph design i'm surprised you know they got away with that <laughs> <laughs> well you know the uh, if you ever seen the the brood in in
1: marvel comics they're pretty close to being uh, xenomorphs too that's true so I'm surprised they didn't just go with the brood. Oh, but then again, that's probably that's probably over in, in X Men comics. But now It can happen. It can
0: happen. Um and I don't know if this was um after after credits and it was like the preview, but uh Fitz is coming back. No, that was before the credits,
1: which oh, yeah, okay. that, I yeah, that was pretty cool. Um he shows up and he's like Uh, I bid however much on her or something like that or I'm taking her for this amount of money Um, and he takes the helmet off and it's him and he hasn't aged a day so it looks like the next episode is going to be them showing us what happened to him after the point where they got taken at the diner so you got to wonder why he wasn't taken too
0: yeah that's a good point Hmm. maybe maybe he sold him out maybe he sold out because you know he wasn't in his right, you know, right state of mind what after everything that went down in the framework. So maybe he sold Shield.
1: So do you think? Do you think this is some kind of government? Like this was the U.S. government that put them in the room with the white obelisk and then it took them to the future.
0: I want to say yes because uh, they were all wearing suits. Yeah, they were
1: wearing men in black suits, but I think it. Was, I think it's something else. I think it's some kind of like organization that you know of private people citizens and as you know like the hellfire club basically
0: okay without saying the hellfire club okay but i mean even if he did sell them out it doesn't explain why fitz never aged
1: well yeah i think you're gonna because you know he 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 had put that he did the the whole time capsule thing of putting a postcard that said i'm working on it guys you know and the postcard. oh that's right so either he is either gonna make it To the white obelisk, which wouldn't transport him to the future, or uh, he figured out a way to to time travel. Ooh! (laughs) Uh, But also, uh, there was something at the very beginning that I wanted to bring up. What was? Oh, when they were all in the room with the white obelisk. I like that Gemma was the first one to notice it, and she's like terrified because. she has seen what obelisks do you know like she it, it was a black obelisk that took her to that other planet across the fucking galaxy or whatever but this time she saw a white one and she's like she kind of freezes up and, and freaks out and while everybody else is still figuring out what's going on
0: yeah which i actually didn't catch that part didn't make much sense to me because i never saw the black obelisk part
1: oh that's right when are you gonna get around to watching the old the fir- the first couple seasons
0: I only need to watch the first two, and I kind of feel bad that I haven't gotten around to it yet.
1: I feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. So I I'm excited for the rest of the season. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, are you enjoying it?
0: I think it's a little bit slow uh, for my taste compared to the other uh, seasons that I've watched. Right. But you know, it's done enough to keep you know keep my attention. That's cool. Uh, I do
1: hope that we do get some more references to other. Comic book characters here coming pretty soon. Uh, that's the one thing I feel like we've kind of negated this season so far. I mean, I think we're only four episodes in, five episodes in.
0: Yeah, f- uh, this upcoming Friday will be the fifth episode.
1: Okay. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's obviously a good chance for to see more uh, stuff, uh, more characters. But uh, yeah i I hope I hope we get to see some some other Marvel stuff thrown in there as as opposed to just the team.
0: Yeah, more references, please. <laughs> <laughs> Rewrites, reshoots, just so we can make us happy.
1: You know, and I wonder if that's a thing. You know, it's like they 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 might be cutting back on throwing in cameos from other characters because they don't know I mean, they might be making more shows, you know, or more movies, and those pe- those characters are going to show up in those things instead. You know what I mean?
0: Right, they can still reference them or give us a little nod.
1: Yeah, well, which reminds me, Hunter is coming back also in the next episode. Really? Yeah. Uh, Do you know? You know that character, right?
0: I don't think so. Actually,
1: Hunter um, was the the husband boyfriend of uh, Mockingbird. Uh,
0: yeah, no, you didn't watch this. No,
1: so you you started watching after Mockingbird and Hunter left.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh wait! No! 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 They they had that mission. Yeah, yeah, and they, they had to leave the show.
1: That's right. Yeah, I remember. I remember Hunter. Okay, so yeah, uh, Hunter is essentially Hawkeye from the from the Marvel comic books. The Marvel, the Hawkeye that we have in the movies is kind of the Hawkeye from Ultimate Marvel universe. So okay. Hunter is kind of the six one six version, but uh, that's why they ended up marrying her off, marrying him to Mockingbird because in the comic books those two were married. Um, okay. So yeah, the he's coming back in the next episode to help out Fitz for whatever reason, and uh, it's intu- uh, you know we can't get Mockingbird to come back because she's on another TV show. She's on The Orville with uh, Seth MacFarlane. Really? Yeah. So that's unfortunate, but we're getting Hunter back, so I I, I can't wait for the re- rest of the season to see what
0: happens. Same here. Cool. Hopefully, start uh, stuff gets uh, starts getting good. <laughs> <laughs> I I bet it will. Uh.
1: You ready to jump over to Walking Dead? Carl! <laughs> yep. Mid-season finale of Walking Dead, and it looks like Carl is going to be joining the ranks
0: of the the Walking Dead. <laughs> yep. Which, so my complaint about this, it's just that uh, the character, from what I've been told, um, Especially to the point where um, I read up to in the comics. So where I read up to the comics, um, basically at this point, what I thought was going to happen was that Negan was going to kidnap Carl because uh, basically Carl lives with Negan at the sanctuary for a while. Um, and they have like a sort of twisted relationship mm-hmm. and it works off really, really well in the comics. So I thought that's what was going to happen here, but uh, no, they just decided to go ahead and kill him off. And right now, Carl's really vital to the plot point from what a couple of my friends have told me as well. So it's just kind of a shame that they did kill him off.
1: So, uh, I had to go back and rewatch the first episode from the season when we see old man Rick. Now, whether or not that's a dream or an actual future, uh, I was I, I, I thought I remember him talking about Carl in that that little segment, but I went back and rewatched it, and he doesn't say the name Carl. So he might be dead in that in that future segment that we saw. Um, huh. I know that there's the controversy that happened about Chandler Riggs' father on Facebook went in on a whole rant about how Scott Gimple was a jerk for firing his son and blah, blah, blah. And then Chandler Riggs himself is on Facebook saying, look, you know, it's been a great run. I've had a great time. You know, I love all the people there and all that stuff, but I'm ready to move on to the next thing. He's also 18 now. He's going to be going to college. Uh, As you posted the other day, he started up his, his own music. Yeah. So he's got that going for him. All that being said... I don't think he dies. Really? Yeah. And uh, bear with me now. Okay. The comic book can go on forever, right? They can keep writing that and the, the characters will never age or whatever. They can just keep writing it and kill off certain characters, bring other characters back. The TV show, however, has to end at some point. Right. We're on season seven? Yes. Or season eight?
0: No, season eight.
1: Okay, we're on season eight. Say the show only goes on for another two seasons after this. Yeah. So you end at season 10. H- how's the show supposed to end? You have to... I mean, do you just let them let the, the zombie virus keep happening? Or do you give them a, a, a cure? I mean, I, the, sh- the comic book will probably never give a cure or anything like that. But what <laughs> if the show does? You need to have patient zero once again. A person that has the immunity and is able to pass his blood on to some some, some kind of scientist to uh, make it so that they don't that they can make a cure for whatever. What what it is that's this killing everybody? What if Carl is patient 0? What if they go on and he cuz he's it's already been a few days since when he got bit apparently. And he has right. he hasn't changed
0: yet. Which Well, he was getting all feverish. I mean, I know he was weak because he hurt his ankle, but he is all feverish though. Which also brings me back to season two
1: remember in season two he got shot and he almost died
0: I mean he's been shot multiple times so
1: well I know <laughs> but yeah so
0: I know what you're talking about but
1: yeah when he went to they were on the ran or the farm and Herschel brought him back to life or not brought him but doctored him and healed him and stuff there was a there was a couple scenes where like he was kind of his like eyes went white or whatever and he was like his body was making weird noises and he was moaning a little bit. What yeah. if what if that he actually did die there, but they were able to bring him back and that kind of cured it in the the disease in him?
0: Then, god damn, right. You you <laughs> so that's pretty solid theory. In the
1: in the in this version of the of the Walking Dead universe, the TV version, they need to have an out. They need to have something for the show to end on, and that that could to me that could be. Carl is the the savior. The Carl's blood is the savior. What if he doesn't actually die? What if his father going on Facebook is a is a misdirect? Like they literally gave him like said, "Hey, just go on there and, and say say shit about us and <laughs> and get people talking about the show again."
0: That is a brave network if they gave him that power. Then that's true. That is a
1: brave network. I, I I'm 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 probably completely off and being really stupid about the whole thing, but I just think it's funny that he he supposedly got bit all those episodes back. I think that's like three episodes back. Uh, and he's still been walking around dealing with people, you know, being, being around Judith, talking to his father, all that stuff. And he hasn't succumbed to the, the virus yet.
0: I mean, since it's all connected to, um, fear the walking dead. Um, if you remember what Troy said, it just depends, you know, age, health you know size blah blah blah. that depends on how long you succumb to the virus so
1: yeah you're absolutely right but i don't think we've we've seen anybody that go for multiple days
0: right we haven't seen anybody go for that long
1: and if you think about so his he's he has a small body because he is a small person uh right he is healthy because he's young but he's also exerting himself, which means the blood is always pumping faster and faster and, and moving whatever virus it is through his body faster. Uh, so all these th- factors would would factor in if we're talking about in a real medical situation. <laughs> now, I also want to talk about Fear of the Walking Dead because Fear of the Walking Dead, as we've seen in this show, they like to introduce things earlier on to see audience reactions, so, Fear the Walking Dead introduced a character who said he was bit and uh, survived it. So, it ended up turning up that that character wasn't actually bit. But how? What if that was like a way for them to throw it out there to see what audiences think about that?
0: Oh, sorry, you caught me mid drink. <laughs> no problem. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, I can see that happening, but. I mean, not trying to be a dick or anything, but are people really watching Fear the Walking Dead? And B, uh, <laughs> your theory just sounds a little bit too yeah, I know zombies too much sci-fi, but I think your theory sounds too much too sci-fi and I don't think that the general audience will get behind it.
1: You know, you're probably right. I don't think the general audience would either. Uh but, but it is I, I think do, it's I think it's a valid the, way that it could the show could go.
0: Yeah, because I do agree with you that uh, the show may not survive that much longer. So the show does need it now. Because Robert Kirkman has his ending for the comics. But yeah, for the show, what are they going to do?
1: Yeah, exactly. And like I said, the show has got to... I think since it hits such a, a larger audience than the comic book does, that they, they, they are going to go a different way with the ending.
0: And that's actually really good um, idea to get people to buy, you know, the comics and people to buy and watch into the watch the show. Yeah, so yeah. they can watch the differences. Well, that's a good idea.
1: So, uh, what do you, what do you take as Dwight saying? Uh, 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 Eugene was the one that got the the horde to leave the the sanctuary he
0: i mean technically he's not lying he's not wrong well but we don't know we don't know what it was that he did right and i mean like i said there obviously now we can tell that there was a little weird uh time jump that i was talking about what if he just found another way to what if he did fix the pa system or what if they just got someone in a getaway car to Uh, drive a car with you know music blasting so the herd would follow that car
1: so they just did the the speakers on the on the car thing again like they they were about to do but daryl hit with the garbage truck right i really did not like the fact that dwight gave daryl the out because daryl did i I really do feel that daryl and tara fucked up by 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 not following the plan they did so like, they really did. When he he asked him, he's like, "Is this my fault? Did I do this? Is this my fault?" And he goes, "No, it's Eugene's fault." Like, I felt that he was just saying it's Eugene's fault because he's kind of pissed off at Eugene. But he, you're probably right that Eugene did probably come up with an idea and had Negan execute it so that all the the horde
0: went away, which which really does suck. Yeah, and I'm um, Negan's not. You know, he's not as. Uh, a dumb person he's smart so he can have and he has so much power that he can have somebody execute it the way that he wants it to be yeah um, w- um i do want to ask you what what do you think of uh that tense scene with freaking uh maggie and with um with simon
1: dude i wanted her to just fucking kill simon so bad i wanted them to just to 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 fight those guys one on one, right there. Like I understood that Jerry was gonna probably end up getting killed, but like I did not want her to to bow out. But
0: she, I I like the way that she dealt with it, though. You did? Yeah, they yeah. They're gonna kill one of your own. Kill one of their. You know? Oh, oh back. You,
1: you mean after when she finally got back to the hilltop? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like I thought you were talking about in the car.
0: Oh no! Oh, dude, that that was a hard to me that was a hard scene to watch man it was so tense and i was like oh god jerry no jerry no (laughs) like yeah i i understand that but
1: i think it, it felt like all the progress that they were making with some of those those guys like that one guy in the the prison i guess is the best way to put it who was already like trying already coming over to the hilltop side being like hey you guys just shut the shut up you know you know she's at least she's leaving us alive kind of thing. Like all the yeah. goodwill that he she got with him is gone now because they, he grabbed random guy and killed him. Well, I guess it's not he's not random, it's the one that tried to kill Jesus, I guess. Yeah. I don't, um back in the uh with Tara when he did that run with Tara. Okay, cuz I don't I don't remember I don't remember it all that well, but I thought that she would grab the guy that um is kind of already being a dick anyways.
0: Yeah, that guy with the long hair that had been teasing and terrorizing um, uh, Morgan. That guy should have been killed. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I
1: was surprised they didn't do that. So that must mean that he's going to be more involved uh, the next part of the season.
0: Yeah, he's going to be a good plot point. Um, maybe, who knows? Maybe he turns to the good side. <laughs> or he plays it off that he's to be a good guy and then ends up betraying the team.
1: So he's the anti Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what did you think of um, uh, King Ezekiel's move?
0: <clears throat> I didn't want him to die, and I'm glad he didn't die. That whole th- that whole thing was also very intense to watch, and it was ballsy of him to let everybody else run and him just chain the doors to the kingdom.
1: So, I mean, obviously he got all his people out, but Morgan shows up. Is Morgan gonna go in there and fucking? black ninja his way in and, and <laughs> save ezekiel hell yeah wow hell yeah huh
0: <laughs> yeah he can do it um he need and right now you know um ezekiel need, just really needs somebody too uh even though he's willing to let himself be killed for the greater good he needs someone i think uh morgan is going to save his ass and they're going to become best friends
1: i mean they're already pretty good friends
0: well even closer
1: (laughs) you know i do you feel like uh morgan is is really heading back towards his uh clear stage oh god i hope not (laughs) then um
0: we don't need a crazy morgan right now yeah
1: we don't need crazy morgan again but he i don't know he's kind of getting pushed off the deep end i feel
0: yeah, he—he he really
1: can't see that transformation again. Who knows? Maybe he will get killed. The more people die, the more he goes. Which, okay, let's talk about that. I'm so surprised that he didn't die in this midseason finale. With the fact that he's going to also be on Fear the Walking Dead, I think that was a—that was. A, I think everybody was probably thinking that, and the show probably knew that people were going to think that, but it didn't happen.
0: He'll probably be the either the mid-season premiere death or they'll kill him off at the end of the season. That, that could also happen because Fear of the Walking Dead
1: doesn't usually start till after Walking Dead ends its season.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of awkward, actually, now that I think about it, how Fear of the Walking Dead starts. It starts off uh, around May, uh, either before Preacher or after Preacher, and then it comes back like a month and a half before uh, what regular walking dead comes back. So basically it also takes a summer break.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it's the, it's the in caps to uh, the walking dead. It's like, yeah. it comes on after the walking dead and then it goes on before the walking dead. It's like the epilogue and prologue for uh, the
0: walking dead. <laughs> and so this, se- uh, this is going to be the fourth season of fear, the walking dead. So is this the one that Morgan's going to be on?
1: Yes, because he's filming his scenes right now.
0: Oh, Okay, so cool.
1: So I would, ass- yeah, I would assume that means that they already filmed all their episodes for the Walking Dead second part of the season.
0: Yeah, that would make. I mean, it's it's taking a two month break, but yeah, you're probably right. Right now, it's probably in post production or in editing.
1: Yeah, probably. So, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, what do you think? The guy who who deals with the, with King Ezekiel. Uh, that's that's from the Saviors. Um, I don't like that guy. Like, I don't like him, even though he's not he's not nearly as vicious. I guess is a way to put it as as Simon. Uh, but his apathy towards everything is what really pisses me off or make or angers me. How? Um, I don't know. Like, he has this role in the Saviors where he's obviously one of the generals but he's just like, "Oh, man, please just don't do this." Like, why should everybody just like the way he whines about everything and everybody should just be making his life easier and and the fact that things aren't going his way is everybody else's fault just really irritates me. So it it, it like at least with Simon, he has a smile on his face and he's like, "Yeah, you know, my life is good because I'm one <laughs> of the, I'm one of the higher-ups and you got to do what I want to say or Bad shit's gonna happen, you know. But everything that comes out of this other guy—I don't even know what his name is. That comes, i don't know his name either. Yeah, everything that comes out of his mouth is always like, oh, "Why are you making me do this?" It's like I'm not making you do anything. You're the one being a dick.
0: <laughs> Probably because he never—he doesn't want to exert any force, and he just want—he's a laid back dude. He just wants it to be done already, so he doesn't have to do any of the work. Why would why would Negan pick him to be one of his bosses? Maybe at a at a different time he was a strong you know stronger. Maybe he was on Simon's level, and then after you know they started taking over people. Oh, maybe uh, he was
1: like he was like a, he was like a Rick. He was a person that was in charge of a group and and like how they offered Rick is like you can come and and bow to him or whatever or take a knee to Negan. You could still run Alexandria, but you know that you are beholden to Negan, or whatever, right?
0: Yeah. Huh. I don't see That's it. why. Okay. And I, I, I want to ask you too. Uh, what do you, what did you think of, um, of Eugene's change of heart? Once
1: again, <laughs> I, I have to say Eugene only looks out for Eugene. Like the only reason why he had this change of heart is because he just was having way too much trouble sleeping. Like <laughs> the fact that his guilt was playing on his brain was the only reason why he was like, Okay, I'm gonna leave uh I'm gonna leave this gate open for you and there's gonna be a car on the other side of this gate and uh I poisoned the guard that's supposed to be at that gate. So uh have your way. Do what you need to do. If you don't leave, that's your own problem. It's not on me anymore. Like it's he's not he's he's doing the least amount
0: possible to help. But he's a dumbass. It could be traced all back to him though. Of course it could. I mean, he doesn't he thinks he's he
1: thinks he's Batman <laughs> without the fighting <laughs> power, but he's 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 really not. He's just a guy who actually has some type of some intelligence. He's just I, I he might be on the spectrum actually. <laughs> I I honestly think he might have Asperger's. You you could be completely right. <laughs> Uh,
0: who else did we? See? Who else did we see? Um, uh, basically that girl savior caught on to Dwight, and Dwight had to kill her. Oh wait, no, she escaped into the bushes. Yeah, she's the only one that that
1: got away. I was like, come on, man! I, the two of them were right there next to each other, and he wasn't able to kill her like that. And she wasn't able. He... She wasn't able to kill him. She shot
0: him in the arm. Come on. I know like oh I shot him in the arm I should run away now even if fuck even if he just got shot in the arm yeah he's gonna it's gonna be a lot of pain he could have held her down until everybody else got there yeah. and they could have taken care of it
1: yeah uh what did you think of, D- of Daryl taking his, his vest back <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious I thought that was funny too um uh, did something happen with the hills or the oceanside people this episode
0: Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, um, that little girl's grandma got murdered. That's right, because
1: uh, who was it? It was Enid and Aaron went back there to try and convince them to join, and yep. the, the grandma snuck up on them or snuck up on Aaron, got the better half, and Enid shot her. Well, obviously, that's not. they're not going to want to join the, the group now after their matriarch got killed yeah
0: oh my god i don't know what do you totally think do you think
1: they'll they'll join anyways or no i think no you don't think so so no they'll just stay as a uh as a as a bystander they they won't join the fight either side
0: yeah that's uh what i think is gonna happen
1: um and oh go ahead
0: i also say i don't even know how they got there because that truck with all the sand was blocking the bridge, so they. I guess they got there on foot then.
1: Well, see, I don't think, I don't think Aaron and Edith had made it over the bridge yet. I think they were waiting to go, and I think that oh, okay. the Oceanside people had ventured out.
0: That's when they got the jump on them. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Um. What was the the other? Oh, the and then the the Heapsters. They. In, in fucking exactly what I would think they would do they they ran they ran on him
0: yep because they are worthless they are
1: worthless I don't know why you would think that they would do any well in a fight at all Rick it does not make any sense they are
0: worthless um your Operation Human Shield was a great idea but we didn't even get to see that
1: no we didn't now my dogs are yelling uh <laughs> Yeah, uh we didn't even get to see that because there was no one there. There was no one left to, Well, I guess that's not true. They were firing at Rick, but uh yeah. I, I Would you in, coming back around to Carl. What would you think of Carl taking the lead and like telling everybody what they needed
0: to do? That was actually very very mature and responsible of him
1: that's that's kind of what I had a I kind of had a problem with that not that he was being mature and responsible but that the fact that I'm supposed to believe now that he's smart enough and and understands strategy enough to figure out where everybody should go and do like he hasn't been building up to that for me <laughs> like every time he does things he still screws up and does the wrong thing
0: yeah you know you're absolutely right but it was uh more of Daddy put me in charge, so you guys better listen to me.
1: Right. I, I don't know if his plan was actually good or not, but he was being decisive and confident in his decision, so that's why I'm thinking, oh, he's doing the right thing. But
0: <laughs> I don't think it was good enough. They lost so much shelter. That's true.
1: And now that was all, not a smart move. They're all hiding underground in the in the tunnels. Like if I'm Negan and the Saviors, of course I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna look. Which I obviously in the episode, there's a bunch of times when they're walking over manholes and not even thinking to look down. Like there's the time when Carl was in the smoke and and they they run towards him and he's gone. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you look down?
0: Yeah, um, I guess they have to run now they got to find an exit and I guess they're going to live in the hillside community now. I mean, we know that there's an exit down there because we saw
1: when Maggie got out, right? She, she crawled through there to, to get on the outside to to get out. So I don't know why people, why, why people were still down there. Maybe they don't know that there's a, uh, if there's saviors over near that exit or not.
0: Oh, that's true too. But I mean that I would assume that's where that truck was. So I'm assuming there's probably not any more Saviors there, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It we, we could be
0: wrong. could be right.
1: Uh, so what do you think coming up for the next part of the season?
0: I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't know. I don't know if um, they're going to do the whole, we're just going to ignore Carl got bit for the next couple of uh, episodes or if they're going to deal with it then and there.
1: And do you feel like uh, old man Rick is a dream or a future?
0: Uh, uh, I want to say dream because the way that it was shot with that weird filter. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, Anything else you wanted to say about (laughs) Walking
0: Dead? Uh, No. uh, uh, No. Hold on a second. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Did you
1: have anything else that you wanted to say about Walking Dead?
0: It just, uh, I mean, I hope they do something with the Carl thing. That's all I'm hoping for at this point.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, I think it's gonna. I think, I don't know. Do you know anything about the Whisperers? Because I keep seeing that show up in in my social media feed.
0: Oh yeah, so uh, the Whisperers, um, what they are is, and they actually have a war with Negan and with. Um, and with Alexandria, so they have to team up mom- momentarily to fight them off. Uh, basically, they're a group of scavengers, and they wear the undead's faces Oh, on okay. their faces. So i i, I don't know. I, I don't i don't
1: click on anything to, to read about it because i don't I kind of don't want to spoil myself. But like, I, I guess that's the next thing that's supposed to show up in the comic book, or that that shows up in the comic books, so and whether or not that's going to show up in the show or not, I don't know. Right.
0: Yeah, because the way it works is uh, during All Out War they get introduced. The Whispers—that's when they get introduced. So that whole arc uh, transitions to the Whispers War.
1: Okay, so that's what could possibly happen. Right. All right. Well, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I, like I said, I think the show is coming to an end, or at least looking towards the end. So. We'll see if what I say comes true with Carl or if there's any ramifications from what's happening with Carl to towards the end, but I don't know. I, 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 just, I just don't see the show going on for many seasons after season 10. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I, I mean, if you guess it right, I'm just going to be like, get this man a job <laughs> in showbiz. <laughs> yes. Yes. I will take a job in showbiz.
1: Thank you. Uh. Cool. <laughs> Uh, if anybody has anything they'd like to say about any one of these shows that we talked about today uh, we'd love to hear from you uh, you can find me on twitter at, at agent underscore of the underscore bat daniel's also on twitter as
0: super commie daniel
1: the rest of Geek Elite radio is at Geek Elite radio on twitter at Geek Elite radio on instagram and facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite radio is our facebook page Check out our website, geeklyradio.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geekly Radio Network. But until next time, we're, I think we might have a special episode for everybody, so please stick, stay tuned. Uh, this is Televised Heroics on the Geekly Radio Network saying, always remember to
0: geek out. Geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.